You're listening to The Roofer Report. Tune in for exclusive interviews with roofing experts and insights from leaders who walk the walk. Grow with Roofer and your host, Pete McKendrick. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Roofer Report. I am your host, Pete McKendrick. And uh, keeping it in-house today, uh, we've got our uh, community manager, TJ McCormick, joining me today. Uh, really excited to get into this a bit. Uh, obviously, a topic that's been around the last couple of years, but I think has really become very prevalent here in the last, I'd say, year or so, uh, as far as you know, starting to see contractors really adopting it and really starting to embrace it. Like anything else, I think we're we're often slow in this industry to jump aboard on things. And uh, it took a little bit for contractors to really understand and see the value in it, I think. And once some guys went out there and kind of pioneered it and tried it out and saw some success, you know, now you have contractors uh, taking a look and, and seeing what they can do out there. So uh, for people that don't know you, TJ, I'll let oh, yeah. you introduce yourself and then uh, we'll go from there. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, hopefully everybody knows me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> uh, you know, my name is TJ McCormick. Uh, I am Roofer's community manager. I, I'm lucky to uh, to have an amazing job here at Roofer, uh, being able to, to, to connect with the roofing community as often as I do. Um, I, uh, I've been in the roofing industry since 2015. And I've been through all facets of, uh, of the roofing industry, from sales to commercial sales, to recruiting, to running insurance claims. And uh, here I am now, a, a social media influencer uh, with a brand I developed in 2020 called World's Greatest Roofer. And, you know, uh, it, was, uh, it was something that I saw that I needed in order to help myself continue to grow. Uh, because during COVID, um, we weren't able to make those sales that we needed. And... Uh, for, for a couple of years, my personal marketer that worked with me to generate leads was like, TJ, you have to stop giving me pictures and you need to give me video. And uh, and I, I put it through my head over and over again for a year before I finally was like, okay, I'll do a video. <laughs> so here we are now. Yeah, and I think that's been probably the biggest change in this, uh, all this whole social piece, right? Because yeah. I think, you know, originally it was like, hey, let's just put ads on social, right? You see Facebook ads from roofers and things like that. And some of the software in our space, throwing Facebook ads up there. And then uh, then it came content. I saw a lot of people flying drones, taking pictures of roofs and starting to, to show their work. And then, uh, and then now you're starting to see the video, right? Like now you're starting to see these guys latch on it and realize like, hey, we need to shoot some video content. We need to get in front of the camera. And like you said, I think that's a tough thing for people to, to do. Not yeah. everybody's comfortable turning the camera on themselves. Uh, but I think it's an important piece, right? Because I think it, it definitely helps make the video content more genuine and definitely kind of uh, shed some light on who they really are as a roofer. You know, I'll argue this all day long with anybody out there, but the hardest thing about creating content is turning on the camera. Um, and it, that, that goes for me too. I get sometimes in my own head just before I'm about to turn on the camera. Uh, but really it's just pushing that button and just, uh, it works both ways it, you could turn the, it could be on the front or they could be on the back, whichever one you want. So. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think a, an important thing to note here is that I think uh, it was Jordan Harrison actually, who, who said it on one of his, uh, one of his little uh, pieces of content that he put on Facebook is 
you don't have to be good at it right out of the box, right? Like, I think that's a, a big fear that a lot of people have is like, hey, I'm going to create some video content. It's going to suck. Nobody's going to watch it, right? And I think it, that's probably true early on, right? Like, they're probably <laughs> you're probably not going to be fine-tuned. You know, it's probably not going to be a great piece of content. But guess what? Like anything else, the more you do it, the more you practice it, the better and cleaner it's going to get the more comfortable you're going to get in front of the camera. So I think that that's a, a big thing to note here because I think that's probably a blocker for a lot of people. Yeah. It, uh, when I started in December of 2020, um, I didn't know what I was going to do. I had some videos in my phone from over the years, right? Uh, I, I think I probably, back then, I probably had about 8,000 videos, maybe a little less. Um, and so I started going through trying to create content and then I would put myself on video and it was absolutely horrible. <laughs> uh, there, there were people out there from the roofing industry that probably will never follow me or talk to me again. And that's cool. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I lost a few friends along the way, but, um, I was trying to figure out how to make these videos and, and how to make them engaging to where people actually wanted to watch me. Uh, because, you know, I was trying to build trust in, in an online community because nobody didn't, they didn't know me. Um, they didn't know what they could expect from me. And, and World's Greatest Roofer was a very huge title. Um, and, uh, you know, it's all, it was all about the branding. But once I got on to the, the video section, what really uh, took off for me was the, the live feature of the social media platforms. For example, TikTok Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, the YouTube Live now. Um, those are the most important keys to my success was the ability or, or going live for 30 minutes a couple of times a day. Yeah, so let's talk about that because there are different forms of video content, right? You have your short form content, you have your reels that you see a lot of people posting, uh, you have your live opportunities there. So uh, I guess like what if I'm a new roofer, maybe I haven't done video content and I'm just starting out, yeah. what do you suggest as being a great place to start? And And I guess my biggest question would be, you know, I think what's daunting to a lot of people is how much do I have to be in front of the camera? Like how long do these videos need to be? You know, how much am I, how much content am I looking to create? Yeah. Yeah. So I've always been a TikTok guru, uh, if you will. But when, once I came to Roofer, um, you know, Richie and, and now that Mark is in charge of marketing, we've, we've had our conversations about where we need to focus our energy. And uh, and so we've gone from the, the TikTok to now YouTube and then also the Facebook Reels. And uh, if I were to start off now, uh, I probably would go all in on YouTube versus TikTok just because right now TikTok has got a lot of problems with the government, right? In a lot of governments around the world. Uh, and I'm not saying don't get caught up in, in what's going on on TikTok, but I would say just watch it. But, it, but if you want your business to get out there right now, you have an excellent opportunity to go to YouTube or go to your Facebook Reels and start posting less than one minute videos on those channels, uh, as well as your long form video. But we'll get into long form video content in just a few minutes. But for us, uh, the short videos have been performing uh, so like I, I don't even know how many thousands of percent higher. Uh, because people's uh, uh, attention spans have just gone out the window and they want that quick fix of whatever you're trying to give them right now. And then they're going to go about their day. Uh, but they're interested in watching those short form videos and they're not swiping or turning away from them. And, uh, and people are watching those shorts in the billions and billions and billions of views. So just keep that in mind. Like uh, there's, there's all forms of content, like you said, but uh, to get started, 
uh, go all in on YouTube or Facebook reels right now? Yeah, it's interesting. I think that um, one of the ones that I've seen really be successful, and I even like to watch him is Mike Stearns. Yeah. And I think he's done a really good job with his podcast of cutting it up and making, you know, really good reels that are essentially like a highlight film, yeah. you know, of, you know, some specific things out of that podcast. And I think that it does a great job because it, it draws you in. You get to kind of see the highlight, the best pieces of that podcast. Yeah. But at the same time, you see a few of them and then you're like, man, I really need to go watch that podcast. Yeah. Right. So it draws you towards the long form content and, and potentially drives you to, to get in there and, and, you know, check out something that's a little bit deeper right? and, and spend a little bit more time. But like you said, if it was just like, hey, go watch my hour long podcast, yeah. odds are I'm probably not going to grab as much as many people uh, going that route as I would if they saw three or four reels from that podcast and we're drawn in that way because i think that's how you know in today's society that's literally how we operate like you said like we're watching it but in on everything i see it now you know you have your reels on everything yeah. facebook instagram obviously tiktok but you know and i think that it just leads you to the to the other pieces it leads you to the long form content you know um i i had an opportunity to spend this week with perkins builder brothers um and perkins builder brothers is a very famous long form construction content where they build houses online um, there's a stark difference between the long form content versus the short form content where if I have a 30 second video, it might only take me about 10 minutes to to edit it and post it and get it out there to the world. But Eric and his crew are spending anywhere from eight to 12 hours a week just splicing up videos to put together to post one day a week. They're posting one video a week that gets, you know, many millions of views. Uh, but that that's the difference in the short form and the, then the long form is it's going to take you a while to get used to doing that long form. And you have to have plenty of time in order to do it. Now, I'm not deterring you from doing it, but be prepared that uh, that these these editing and, and posting of videos, they're not quick sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I know how long it takes us to create and edit and produce a podcast, yeah. you know, and these are fairly simple sure. in, in regard to content, right? Like there's not a whole lot to it. It's just us talking. But, you know, so I can only imagine something as, as big as a build and all of the footage they would have and uh, on how much time it would take. So and that is something to keep in mind. You know, if you're a smaller roofer uh, looking to go this route, you know, maybe that's not where you want to start because there is a lot of time and resources needed. Where, like you said, if you produce some 30 second videos, you know, you may be able to film some stuff, sit down at night, knock it out in a couple of minutes, yeah. you know, post it and, and you're well on your way to being a, a content creator, you know, uh, with some video. So sure. I think that's an important thing to note, especially for, you know, your everyday roofer, not, you know, if you had her not looking to produce some some massive content. So, yeah, no, um, it's uh, for me, um, the short form for me works. Uh, my typical amount of posts per day is around 15 on all platforms. That's be not 15 posts per day, but 15 total posts a day. Um, and that's because the, the algorithms require me to post that amount in order to uh, to maintain the traction that I do. Uh, for example, like Facebook lets me know every day that how many days that they've given me an extra boost to be shown to the algorithm uh, or, or to the feed of the Facebook feed. And I think I'm at about 120 days straight right now uh, for for that. And um, but really, if I stop or if I slow down, Facebook will remove that from me, and uh, and I just have to keep posting. Same with YouTube, same with TikTok, same with Instagram. 
the consistency is key in your posting and you need to make sure that if you're going to at least start to post, you need to do it at least once a day and then work yourself up uh, to where you get to all the platforms or, or a couple of times a day. Yeah, I think that's super important to note because I think like even the success that we've seen with podcasts in the industry and things like that <clears throat> are all based around who's the most consistent, right? Who's who can I count on to constantly produce content? You know, who can I know is going to have a piece out every week or every, you know, a couple of days or whatever it is. You know, I think of uh, the behind the tool belt yeah. show, like how many how many weeks in a row have they produced that show? Like hundreds of weeks yeah. in a row, I think at this point, you know, they've kicked that show out and it's that consistency that's gotten them that traction, yeah. you know, because you can expect on Wednesday nights that they're going to have an episode of behind the tool bell. Right. So, you know, that it's going to be there, you know, you can go watch it at any time, you know, and it, it's, it's a great way to, to get them rolling. It's, it's taken them a while, obviously to gain the traction that they have, but that was a huge piece of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, was just being consistent. So I think that's a really important thing to note. So if I'm a new person coming out of the box, right? Like uh, how much do I really need to produce, right? Like, do I need to be on there all the time? Do I need to just shoot a quick video every day of our job site? Or like, what's the best way to just get rolling, right? Yeah, um, this it, that's a great analogy. Just get rolling with the camera, right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, so here's my suggestion. Uh, there, there are people out there that are really alpha that don't mind holding this camera up in front of their face and start to take a video, right? Um, they might have something very educational to say, something really salesy to say, uh, but the camera again goes both ways. Uh, when, when I was out on job sites, the videos that I was finding that were really working the best for me were the, not the videos of me, but the videos facing other way, which was on top of a roofing system, uh, showing the guys building a roof or, or girls, excuse me, there, there's so, so many great of everybody building out there. Um, the fact that you can turn that camera on and just show some sort of action going on or provide some sort of educational value to somebody else. They always say that we're always teaching or educating homeowners. It's the same thing with your camera. You have to just imagine being in front of your camera and, you know, saying what other people want to hear or, or need to hear. Uh, in order to make a, uh, the right decision about whether or not they want to buy or trust you uh, or or use your company. Yeah, you know, I think back to you know, just to give my guy some props again there, Jordan Harrison, yeah. I, just things that I've seen him do. But, you know, he did a, a big piece for, uh, I think, a couple of uh, short videos he did on uh, solution-based selling, right, and solution-based content. <clears throat> and essentially becoming the expert by creating these videos of saying like, Hey, here's whatever it is, right. you know, here's a leaky sink. This is how I would fix it as the expert, right? You could go do it yourself or you could call me. Right. And it's just like, it's all solution based uh, content that allows you to see like, Hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. It adds to your credibility, right? It gives you uh, an ability to, to get out there and show what you know. Uh, and I think that's, like you said, it, the videos of, these guys putting on a roof, a lot of people, probably your normal everyday customer probably has no idea how a roof is installed. Right. So just showing that is educational enough, you know, like, oh, I didn't even know that's how they do it. Right. Yeah. You know, so I think that that's a great way to get started is just that solution based show. Okay. Hey, this is how we install a roof. This is why we use this material. This is, I can think back, there was like these guys out of Louisiana and the name of their company escapes me, but for a while they were doing a lot of video content. And they were showing you the products right 
and they were showing you the products that they install and why they installed them, walking you through what the product is and what it does and what its purpose is on the roof. And it was, it was in, informative. It was very informative for someone who doesn't understand roofing. I think that they would they really like to see that and, and get a better understanding of what's going on there. So as a roofer, yeah. who should be my audience, yeah. right? Who am I shooting content for? Like, obviously, you know, if you and I were shooting content, you know, our, our customer base or who we would be shooting the content for would potentially be the contractor yeah. himself because that's who, you know, our customer base is. So as a roofer, am I looking to educate homeowners? Am I looking to, you know, just get my name out there for branding reasons? Like, what am I looking to do? Who's my biggest, who's my audience, I guess? Yeah, you know, um, that, that's a really great question. Um, if you're out there and you're you're a roofer and you want to reach uh, potential new clients, um, we'll, we'll go back to what I was saying in the very beginning. It was very hard for me in the beginning to, to reach potential new clients. Uh, or anybody, right? There, were, I would maybe get a hundred, maybe two hundred views a video, um, and you know, I might get five, ten likes a post or something like that. But when I found out that in the very beginning, roofing content was not my niche, right? It, it wasn't something that people wanted to watch from me. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, up until uh, you know, probably a year ago, uh, I was making lifestyle videos, and then you know, just maybe mixing in some roofing content uh, at, at the same time. Uh, but you have to find what content people will watch of you first uh, before you can before you can just go all in. You can you can go do the roofing stuff uh, or you can do the exterior trades or the inspections or talking to clients or reviews and things like that. But sometimes people aren't going to watch that of you. Uh, they expect an authentic you uh, and maybe maybe you're funnier than uh, than you, maybe you're funny and people want to watch jokes or, or things that you do. That's funny. Uh, maybe they want to see you wash your car, but you can also talk about roofing um, where where I was very successful is even though I was not doing a ton of roofing content, people knew that I was a roofer because my name was world's greatest roofer. And uh, when I would do that roofing content or ask people if I could come and get on their roof, even though I typically wasn't doing roofing content, they had already built their trust in me. So I was just going to say, like, you know, if you're funny, be funny, right? Like, how important is it that we let our personality come out? Like, I, I go back to these guys, you know, I think I wish I could remember the name of the contractor, but they were two guys. They owned a, a roofing company in Louisiana. They were producing content and uh I'll tell you what, I mean, my, one of the reasons that I love to watch them was their personality, their, their accent was phenomenal, right? Like they were Louisiana guys with a Louisiana accent, which made them really fun to watch. And uh, I really enjoyed their content. I mean, it was educational from a homeowner standpoint, but their personalities and, and the, the jobs they were doing and you know, the materials they were using, the way they were talking about it was really entertaining, you know, so I really enjoyed watching them. And I think that's an important piece, you know, I think so many times people think like, oh, if I'm gonna turn the camera on myself, I gotta be a certain way. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I think that that's a mistake a, a bit, right? Yeah. Because I think ultimately people can tell if you're faking it, right? Yeah. I, a couple of years ago, uh, I, I would go out and I would make some videos uh, and I would make pretend that I was like uh, being an announcer or I was the, the person interviewing the other person, right? And it really came off as inauthentic because that wasn't me. That's not how I talk. That's not how I do everyday things. When I walk up to somebody, it's not like handing a microphone and putting it in their face. 
Um, and you, you have to be authentic. You have to be yourself in front of that camera. And, and if you are a little bit funny or maybe you're a little bit sad, maybe you're a little bit weird, whatever you are, people are attracted to people, right? And that people watching is a real thing. We've, we've talked about people watching even before the internet and, and people will, they'll like you for the weirdest things, or maybe they don't like you at all, but they're going to tell you about it one way or another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So let's talk about the individual platforms, right? Because like you said, there's a bunch of platforms now that we have the opportunity to post on. And uh, like, obviously we see a huge contingent of roofers on Facebook. Yep. Uh, some of these Facebook groups have gotten huge. I think the roofing and sales community, roofing and solar community is over 25,000 yeah. roofers on there now. You know, so there's some real big groups on there and a lot of a lot of exposure there if you if you hit the right groups. And um, so let's talk about the individual pieces because yep. obviously there's, I think there's some that are holding strong. Like I think Facebook continues to be very used. You have Instagram kind of in the middle, then TikTok is the new person on the block there. And then, like you said, and then I think one of the most underutilized and underestimated, I think is YouTube, yeah. right? So like, let's go like, you know, kind of platform by platform here and talk about the strengths and weaknesses of each. Okay, yeah, um, I, I wanna start at Instagram first, okay? So um, Instagram for me has been horrible throughout the years. That's me, right? Um, but I have had some recent success on Instagram, uh, but I still don't understand their, their platform. I don't understand when or how they show their videos to other people. Um, and I've heard this from uh, several other people as well, but there are some people out there that have great success with Instagram and, and they understand that. Um, I think that I was in between an age group there, or maybe I just didn't jump on the train on time. Uh, but uh, but no, I've, I've seen a couple of videos these past few weeks that have gotten four or 500,000 views. And again, it was just me consistently posting. It was There was no rhyme or reason to me doing it or how I was doing it, but it was just posting the reels to those platforms. Now, let's talk about Facebook. Facebook for me is really great because I'm trying to reach roofers. Roofers follow me or, or, or I follow them or we're friends together with a bunch of roofers. Now, uh, currently on the Facebook platform, um, the feed is shown to your followers uh, and, and the, the other people that are your friends, right? But there's a, an unknown gem that people are still trying to figure out. And that unknown gem is, is that if you're posting Facebook reels, there's a great opportunity there that they're going to show that video on the FYP style feed. And what the FYP style feed is, is like, it's not just your friends, not just your followers. It's going to be like-minded individuals or somebody that has an interest in something that you have an interest in. Or maybe they they searched for roofing or, or something that was included in that video. Um, for me, finding out over the past month or two, uh, I've been viral now three times on Facebook in the past month with over a million views. And, and that's what I mean by going viral is over a million people have watched that video. Um, and it was because of the real feature. Um, now, when you post to Facebook Reels, you also have the opportunity to uh, uh, post to Instagram as well. And, uh, but I find that those videos don't do well when they do that. When you post from Facebook and then it goes to Instagram, I don't get a lot of traction. I, I very rarely get a video that gets more than one or two views after it's gone from Facebook to Instagram. Um, so 
Facebook for me. And then if people are watching out there, uh, these algorithms, the way that they're changing their for you style feed, you're going to have to learn how to use those feeds to your advantage. And that's what I've done in business. And then other people are doing that are really successful on video right now is they figured out how to reach more than just the audience that are their followers or their friends. Um, now, if you're going to TikTok, TikTok was a, a completely different beast. And I think that because of TikTok is the reason, well, the reason I understand the social media now is because of TikTok. Um, when uh, social media, for, well, when TikTok first started and it was Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, they didn't have the FYP style feed yet, um, which was always only just showing to the subscribers of the following base. But on TikTok, the goal was never to be on the following feed. It was always to be on the FYP feed. And uh, when when I figured out how to create those really engaging videos uh, and doing the live broadcast that coincided with me posting that short form video, TikTok took off to the moon for me. Um, and it, the same thing is occurring on YouTube and in Facebook as well right now. Uh, as long as you're producing those engaging content, they're going to show it to whoever wants to watch it, especially when it comes to construction. Uh, construction is one of the most watched um, line of videos on YouTube. And let's go over to YouTube now. I never thought that less than 28 days ago when I started posting on YouTube for, for Roofer that we would have seen the amount of traction that we've seen in this first month. And, you know, we post a lot of long form content and we have for years. And I think that that probably... Uh, is one of the main reasons why the short form videos are doing so well. Uh, but going going back there a little bit, like uh, we posted, I think, uh, roughly 30 or 40 videos on YouTube over the past month. And we have over five that have reached over 100,000 people uh, and two that have reached over a million uh, just on our YouTube. And so to have that amount of strength in a business um, it, it provides uh, psychologically when people see the, the number of subscribers, the number of likes, the number of shares, the number of comments, they're psychologically going to do the same thing because they say, oh, look how many subscribers he has. Or, oh, look how many follows this or uh, likes this guy got on this post. Um, and and they, they psychologically see that and then they do it themselves. Now, a lot of times people are like, oh, you have to be consistent. It doesn't matter about views. It doesn't matter about likes. That's not true. You have to make engaging content with other people if you want them to continue to watch your stuff. Waiting four or five years for that, you know, one of those people to buy from you just isn't going to make your business grow. You can go out there and get business right now from social media today if you make a great enough video. And if it reaches the, the right population density or wherever you, you're trying to show it. For example, like if I'm, I'm here in Aurora right now and I'm going to post a short form video, I'm going to post it and then I'm going to tag Aurora, Colorado. And then I'm going to put hashtag High Point because I live in the neighborhood of High Point. Um, so uh, people will get that video within what Joseph Hughes says, the five mile famous. Um, so now when I go to the grocery store here in Aurora, like people know me right? That I, it's, it's weird. It's, it's kind of like, uh, sometimes I'm like, Oh gosh, I got to put a hat on today. Like, so some somebody doesn't recognize me, but it's really a true statement about being five mile famous. As long as you're geotagging the right locations of where you are, uh, because 
when I go to the grocery store, they're like, world's greatest roofer. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? I don't know your name, uh, but thanks for saying hello to me. Now, uh, if that was me in, uh, and I'm still selling roofs, I would take our instant estimator and I would put a QR code on a business card. And then I, when I'm going in the grocery store and somebody says, hey, it's world's greatest roofer, I would hand them that, that business card and I'd say, hey, if you ever need a quote for your roof, here's my, uh, our instant estimator, I'll give you a quote in 26 seconds. Uh, that's what I'm talking about being locally famous and then also driving more business for your business. And that even works in a small town. Because as you grow your social influence, whether it's a thousand followers or 10,000 followers or a million followers, people all over your town are going to recognize that you're the guy that's out there posting on social media and you're the person that they should call. Now, you could start a business today like Amanda from uh, in New Jersey. You know, Amanda, boy, um, she's one of our, 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 our well, she's somebody that Roofer really likes. Right. Um, she uh, <laughs> uh, she's she's just getting ready to start uh, her own business. Um, and she's been out there posting social posts and, and people don't really see the difference of a 30 year business versus a business that just opened. If you're providing value right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the biggest point in this too, is that it's helping your brand. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the biggest point is like, how do we build a brand? How do we get our name out there? How do we become five mile famous? How do we become a household name? Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think there's the traditional ways, right? Like just being visible everywhere. Like I think of a podcast I did with uh, Ben Tiger, yeah. you know, and Ben's, Ben's, you know, the, has mastered that whole branding piece with the, the tiger theme and the trucks and everything very noticeable in his area and all of that but this is just another way like you know i think like we've talked about in the past on some other webinars and things is it has to become like a foundation like you have to build on these things you can't drop one thing you can't you can't say like oh i'm posting on social now so i'm not going to put yard signs out anymore oh. right like it's all it all has to work together yeah. right so you know and i think that this is just another piece of the puzzle you know this is another way to help with your branding and make yourself a well-known name in your in your area specifically and then obviously you can you know expand that as you go but but yeah i think that's a, a super important point is you know this is a really easy vehicle to use and it's as simple as you know hashtagging the right things and and making yourself visible to the local people uh through social yeah um you know uh, social is just one part of the pie um, the door knocking, uh, the call, or you know, the the lead generation to calls, the yard signs, the the mailers, all of those things are organic, you know, growth for for your company. Um, and if you don't have a lot of money right now to put into marketing, you should be doing everything you can that's out there free in order to get your brand and your in your name and in your companies out there. Uh, you know, Ben Tiger, I love Ben. Right, I, I got to hang out with Ben last weekend in Salt Lake City. It was so great. Uh, but yeah, that, that story of, of how he created Roof Tiger and, and, and Solar Panther, um, ha, it's great. Like people love tigers and they love panthers. And when they see that truck driving around town, of course, why, why wouldn't I want a tiger truck out in front of my house? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah absolutely. He's done a brilliant job with it. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk just really quick because I find that really interesting. I think YouTube as being like, you know, for the guys that are producing a lot of content, long form, posting big stuff every day, and that's changing, yeah. right? Like, I think, I think that was how YouTube kind of operated, yeah. right? Like, I could go to a YouTube channel and watch 
a 45 minute documentary, right? But I think that that's, that's changing. Is there a new version of YouTube now? Like, or is YouTube kind of pivoting and changing its content yeah. to, you know, go more along the lines of like a TikTok? And uh, is that why you think it's becoming a more successful platform? I think that it's becoming a hybrid of between TikTok and, and Facebook. Um, here recently, when I've been on the, the, the homepage, and of course, I'm just still learning YouTube myself. So uh, please know that when I say that I've just had been really successful over the past several weeks using it. Um, but whenever I, I go onto the homepage now, there's the shorts in the middle. Uh, there's people at the top that are currently live or maybe have a really interesting video that they just posted. Um, and then um, then they have the following feed underneath all of that. So people that you currently follow. And then something that I really like um, is that people that currently watch the videos that you create, YouTube has created a feed showing like kinded uh, videos. So where we might post roofing content all day, uh, you could go down below and you can see what you what your uh, your followers or people that are watching your content are also watching. Uh, and it is very uh, it's for me that that gives me a sense of, oh, that's a great idea or oh, look, he, he's building a block home and people are watching this or or they're they're doing a repair. That's really cool. Right. Like there's there's so many like th this week alone, I have just over one hundred and fifty thousand views on videos of me showing the installation of Euroshield. Like you were saying earlier on the live, I did a live video on Tuesday, excuse me, Wednesday, um, and I, I, had, I did it on Facebook and just over four thousand people watched that live. And they wanted to see how Euroshield was installed for 30 minutes. They sat there and watched me build this Euroshield roof. And, and that's what people are after. But the YouTube homepage, like I said, it's like it's becoming sort of like a hybrid. Yeah, it makes sense. It's an interesting platform, right? Because it's been around maybe the longest, it is, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's been around a long time. Yeah, so for it to find kind of a new niche is very interesting. So, well, uh, let, let's yeah. talk about that just for a second. So, uh, the, there, yeah. there's a number out there, and uh, TikTok is beating YouTube uh, in kids under 15. Um, so, when the Gen Zs and, and the millennials and, and the people out there that are really tech savvy, not like uh, us older guys, right? <laughs> well, we're tech savvy. We work for a tech company, right? But, <laughs> but there's there's guys out there like us that could care less about social media. Uh, but for the future, uh, YouTube, I think, uh, caught itself or, or said to itself, oh, crap, if we want to still be the number one platform, we need to do some things that are the kids are liking right now. Uh, or else yeah. we're going to be behind and then nobody's going to watch our content. I always thought of YouTube as being that long form education piece for me. I'm, I'm, I'll be the first to tell you, I don't, I, I never really watched YouTube other than to find an educational piece of something I needed. Uh, but, but there are guys and, and girls out there that have been watching YouTube for years and I just never got on that bandwagon. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think it's interesting. It's interesting to watch these platforms evolve and, and, change their methods to to try to cater to like you said to kind of cater to the audience yeah. and uh, i'm excited to see what roofers can do yeah. uh, with their content moving forward i think like you said i think a lot more roofers are getting on board with it yeah. i think RoofCon last year was a really eye-opener for me yeah. you know to see how many people were shooting content there uh, in comparison to trade shows in the past 
uh, and how many people were following, getting followed around by cameras and stuff. You know, I think it was interesting, but it speaks to the time, right? Like that's how people are learning now. That's how people are educating other people. And, and it's really like where the, where society is going as a whole is, you know, Hey, what can I grab really quick? And it's some short form content. And if it's super interesting, then maybe I'm going to look for the long form version of it. So, yeah. uh, so yes, I mean, uh, I think some really, really great content yeah. around content, yeah, <laughs> you know, here, yeah. I was going to say one last thing, if you don't mind, like, uh, the, the, yeah, the yeah. last thing, uh, or, or the thing that people fear the, the most one is themselves or, or to their family. Right. And, and I had to get past that when I was trying to learn how to create content. Uh, just remember, uh, this is this is your world these are your sales these this is your brand go out there and show the world why you're so great um and, and if you are that great and you want to generate more new sales and new leads people are gonna come and find you and they're gonna they're gonna buy from you so put yourself on camera today uh and be consistent with it in a couple months from now let's talk about how it's worked for you yeah i love it yeah and i think that's the biggest takeaway here is you know, get started today. You turn the camera on, right? Like that, like you said, the hardest part is just turning the camera on, uh, get started and, and be consistent. Yeah. You know, like, like you said, I, all the six, all the people that I've seen that have been successful doing this are the people who are consistently posting. So, uh, great stuff, man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you jumping on yeah. and, and chatting a bit about this. And, uh, I'm sure, you know, six months from now, <laughs> this will be even, you know, this topic will have all kinds of different, uh, things to talk about. So it's constantly evolving and, uh, you know, things are always changing in that social market and how we can utilize it to our advantage. And the beauty of it, I think that gets so, so overlooked is it's free, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's easy to use and it's free for us to use. Right. So, uh, you know, if you're a small guy or, or have a, a limited budget, it's a great way to get your name out there without having to spend a lot of money. So, uh, Thank you again, TJ, for jumping on. Appreciate it. And, uh, you, know, you know, obviously the folks here at Roofer are always here to help uh, any way we can. And uh, until next time here on the Roofer Podcast, we will see you guys. Thanks.